magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Touch Arcade Show. Slinky. Uh, hey guys, what is up? And welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 542. Um, I'm, ta- I'm talking towards my Yeti mic that is not even plugged oh, Talk in towards right your now, computer. You I'm not talk. even using. <clears throat> talk towards my computer. Um, so we were just talking uh, a few minutes ago. It's been one week with the new iPhones. Um, and then today is also... Apple Watch Ultra Day for me, but it's it's um still out in the uh I have that follow delivery thing for this <laughs> one too. Yeah. And he's like in the same neighborhood he was, it's across the street that he was for the iPhone last week, where I was like, Oh, he's right there. It's gonna be a few minutes. And he's been there for like an hour. I don't I and think so, that map I don't know if it just like like every 20 minutes or something like that, or every half hour. I don't think it updates. Maybe, very often. but also I think I underestimate. I mean, that's a large neighborhood over there. Um, and if you got to stop every few houses because you have so many deliveries, you know, like it can take time. I get it, but it is like uh, it is such a like disappointment to be like, oh, they're so close, and like the little thing up top tells you like, oh, in your area, hey, he's in your area, heads up, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm ready. But then it's like last week, it was like that around this time, and then I don't think my phone showed up until like six. I think it was like six p.m. Um. So whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, let's talk about new phones because uh wasn't a whole lot happening in the mobile gaming world this week. Um, no, so so we I'll give you a topical reference here. Yes. I, I feel the way about the iPhone 14 Pro Max as Adam Levine feels about random female friends of or fans of his. <laughs> is, that, is that topical? <laughs> is that appropriate? I, I, I don't know guess. if he actually abused anyone or just like was just guilty of being horny online. I don't know. I've <clears throat> seen bits and pieces. I mean, of it, brands there, but... are hopping onto it, so I assume it's okay. But I don't know. Yeah, I I, I can tell you for sure that I don't care enough about that whole situation just, to like, look into I just, it any further. I, so, um, I like so usually. I mean, you you guys clearly know how the cycle works, where it's like there'll be like a new yeah. meme that comes out. And then mm-hmm. it'll like completely run its course and then the brands will jump yeah. on it. And, and then I, Hillary is posting something about it. Yeah. yeah, And then Hillary Clinton posts about it. And then, then, you know, it's officially dead, but um, I don't know, dude, like the brands editing themselves into the Adam Levine, uh, <laughs> like sexting stuff is I, it's just hilarious. It's to pretty me. good. <laughs> yeah. Like, like usually, usually that's a huge eye roll for me, but like, um, yeah. God, yeah. one did I what one did I see to oh so it's uh the Duolingo one I thought was uh-huh. I don't know that made me laugh that he's like the Duolingo like owl emoji yeah. and then Adam Levine being like holy fuck holy fucking shit that body yours is absurd <laughs> that's the <laughs> I don't know yeah it's we know. live in I, such I, strange I, times like I, I just, like, truly and I enjoy uh like social media people that go all in for those types of jokes or whatever. 
And like people, it seems to always be a success too. Like if Arby's or Burger King or someone hops in and does something like that, yeah, people love it. So I don't see a downside. But I just, uh, it's I guess what's interesting to me about this particular one is like a surprise to people that like a rock star is like a huge horn dog. When yeah, it's like that, that was like the defining element of like eighties and and rock and roll just in general, right? I mean, like, yeah, goddamn. Yeah, I always feel that way when people are like wait a minute, an NBA player was unfaithful to his wife? Like, yeah. I find that hard to believe. And it's like, no, it's like a very open secret that like, yeah, those dudes date girls in every city they travel yeah. to. And like I, most of the time their, their spouse knows about. I had a, a couple um, a, a couple different friends that like when the, um, what was the Queen movie called? We Are the Champions or yeah, yeah whatever uh, that yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. were like appalled by the fact that like Freddie Mercury has just had sex with so many other men. Yeah, and it's like, where have you been? Like, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens with this one. Okay, so well, elaborate then your feelings on the iPhone 14 Pro Max Ultra Wide Plus. <clears throat> um, I really like the always on screen. Like it's um, yeah, you know, it's it's as much of a um. And I, I know, I know Android people. If any Android people are listening to this, you're thinking to yourself. <laughs> Apple right invented now, this and it is the Android best thing had in the world. Always <laughs> on screens for so many years. Um, no, but I really, really like that aspect of it. Like it's, it's, mm -hmm. um, it's, although what's been strange to me is like the retraining of my brain mm -hmm. for it. Because like, so for instance, like where my, like, so I have a wireless phone charger in my car. Mm -hmm. And I put my phone on it. You know, it's just mm -hmm. kind of like, I don't know, like my routine when I get in the car is I take my uh, to phone out of my pocket, get in my car, put it on the thing. Like I just, yeah. you know, so it's always sitting there and like um, I can, when I'm driving, I can like kind of sort of see it out of the corner of my eye. And if usually like, like pops up or something. Yeah. Like, like before it was like, you know, the screen would turn on, you, you would see it and it'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, I got some kind of notification. Let me crash my car while I look at this. Yeah. Right. Um, but like what's been weird with the always on screen is like I find myself like just randomly noticing it and like being like, oh, shit, or oh, shit, someone texted me yeah. or like whatever else. And it's just so like, you're more distracted now. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, I was I'm, like, you know, a couple of days and I got used to it. But like yeah. like the first couple of days, yeah. it was uh, kind of interesting. I, I haven't I guess I don't know if there's a, a hit to the battery life. I mean, it seems like there should be, but it doesn't seem I haven't really noticed anything, but I, you know, those first few days you have a new phone, you're usually messing with it the most, yeah. re-downloading apps, and you're using the battery a lot harder than you would on a normal day. But I haven't really hit, I think I hit like 30 per something percent the other day and was like, well, I that think, was the lowest I think I've got. Yeah. And, and I think too, like you got to give your phone like a couple of days to kind of like run through all the stuff that it does, you know, like indexing your photos and like all the yeah. crap that, yeah. um, Cause yeah, cause that I feel like that happens every year. You get the new phone like first year, yeah. like, holy shit! This thing, like the battery's been this thing lasts like ten minutes. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's because it's downloading like fifty gigs of shit from iCloud yeah. and like re-indexing all my photos and um and I'm playing every fancy three D graphics game I can find oh, back to back to back to back. Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. I've I think the battery's been fine. I the always on display thing is um. All the reviews before the phone got released was like um everybody seemed to mention they're like oh this always on display i keep tr it keeps tricking me thinking that something's wrong with my phone or whatever yeah like, I can't get used to yeah it. I've, I've had friends tell me that too it's like i see it and i like i'm 
I instinctively like go to like turn the button to like turn it off. You know? <laughs> well, I I feel I I feel the opposite because I feel like it's very clearly not like on on because it darkens so much. And that might just be the background picture I'm using or whatever. Yeah, I, I, don't, I never I usually... look at it and think, oh, my phone's accidentally on. It like it looks so visually different to me than when it is actually lit up right. Yeah, so, I don't know. I usually been an issue with me. I usually re ran my phone with like pretty low brightness, typically yeah. anyway. So I don't know. I just, but I write it's, my brightness hard. It's 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 cool though. I I like it. And um, yeah. but what annoys me about and this is I guess is more of like an iOS sixteen thing is like once again the um, it's like Apple couldn't have a lower information density on widgets if they tried you know it's like yeah, the exact right. same exact same shit with like the home screen widgets where it's like yeah you know they build this um you know whole widget sdk that like does all this really useful stuff that like links into apps yeah. in a very useful way and like right. um they allow you to put uh a maximum of four things on your lock screen yeah which like i don't know it's 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 like so quintessentially apple to me to be like Oh well, we this is how we want you to use the phone because you know more than four widgets just looks really cluttered and we don't like yeah. that. We don't like yeah. how that looks. But it's like, yeah. I this this to me would have been like, you know, in a uh, if, if it was ten years ago or whatever, this would be like the first jailbreak tweak that would come out. Right? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. um, add as many like widgets the, as the you sixteen want. widget tweak or something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. Um, which has has led and and the problem is you know a lot like the um the uh home screen widgets uh the lock screen widgets are also very useful you know um mm. and i've tried to um and and it seems like the only way you can have them automatically change is by setting up different like focus things which mm -hmm. <clears throat> i thought was super smart by doing that because i was like oh mm -hmm. cool so like you know, yeah, the work like day the like yeah. you know it, like shows like my calendar stuff because like that's what mm -hmm. i care about is when i have like a next zoom call coming up like calendar and emails what i care about during work right and then yeah after at, at about you know like after work i care about like okay when does the sun go down like what's the uv yeah. index like you know like what's yeah. the temperature outside like that kind of stuff because yeah. i want to get off my computer um yeah. and you know like then later in the evening after the sun goes down it's like having um like the home kit stuff show up there to like turn off my living room lights and and that's yeah. very useful you know or like the apple mm -hmm. tv remote kind of thing um and as far as I can tell, the only way you can rotate those is through focus settings. But like, there's no way that I've figured out yet. Maybe there is, but I'm just too stupid, which I'm always willing to concede of like only using focus settings just for changing your lock screen and not for like fucking around with like every other dumb thing that focus does. Yeah. And I it... think you could do what you want to do, but I think it would take a <clears throat> lot of clicking rate, right. the little icons on and off. Well, right. Like, so, so like, the way that I had it set up, I think I had like, um, let me think, one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven different focus modes for kind of like mm -hmm. different times throughout the day when it would make sense to kind of like shift widgets around or change a different wallpaper. Because like I yeah. used to do that with like my Apple Watch, have a few different faces yeah. and you could um, set automations for in the shortcuts app to like switch a different face at a different time of mm -hmm. day, you know, which like that is all I want to do with the lock screen stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it makes you... As far as I know, the only way you can do that is through setting up focus stuff. And by default, focuses are the same as putting your phone in do not disturb mode, unless you like yeah. allow every contact and every app and stuff like right. that. And there's no 
as far as I could tell, again, you know, I, I, there might be hidden settings somewhere. Like this is the other kind of annoying thing about iOS. It's like there might just be a slider somewhere mm-hmm. that there might be, you know, in some other place, it like does exactly what I want it to do. It is very hard to find things in iOS like settings anymore. I yeah, find. well, it just does so much stuff that like things yeah. are in weird spots and yeah, um, you know the the settings search used to be useful, but now your phone does so much stuff that like even if you search for yeah. things like common words like lock screen or like focus or yeah. whatever, it'll be like. Uh, you know, all these accessibility options, all this other stuff. And it's like, okay, well, this doesn't yeah. seem yeah. what I wanted. So um, there doesn't seem to be a slider that's like, hey, allow all notifications or allow all calls or allow all text messages or or whatever else. Because like, mm-hmm. I just like could not figure out this week. I, I tweeted about Zuri. Like, I, I could not figure out. I was like, what in the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, why am I like missing mm-hmm. phone calls? I'm just like sitting right here and like, yeah, all this other stuff. And it was like, Chalking up like the weird notification thing to like, oh, well, they changed like the the notification carousel. So it doesn't like all pop up like uh, and mm-hmm, that didn't mm-hmm. like, like make me think that I was doing anything different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the call thing was just like very, very bizarre. And that like hit me this morning where it was like, oh, shit, like I totally didn't even realize <laughs> that I like by default because the way that I had it set up was like a schedule throughout the day. So there never was a time yeah. that my phone did not have a focus mode attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Um which i don't know it seems it just well, it I, I did it get you in any trouble yet well i just deleted them all and went back to just you know yeah. i don't know using uh, like not i, using I like the path you're going down and i think that would be useful for a lot of people too um maybe i don't know apple has gotten a lot better i think at like hearing how people are using things and then implementing them in an official way or whatever so yeah. if they came to light that like like shortcuts for instance or whatever and like people were you know, setting up wacky stuff with shortcuts and opening apps and things like that. So I think if um, a lot, uh, it seemed like a lot of people were like, I really wish you could change these widgets by date or, mm-hmm. you know, time of day or whatever. Yeah. They could probably implement something like that because it yeah. does make sense that, and, well, it, that's the whole point of focus though, right? Is like, I, you're at work, you're at home, you're sleeping, you're at yeah. these different phases of the day that you might want different information. Um, and it doesn't make sense that you always want to mute out everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, and I don't know how the settings work where it's like, if I like, okay, so if I set it up and just like added everyone on my contact list and then added mm-hmm. someone new, do I need to then go through the focus list and fucking make sure that person's yeah, you're never going to remember to do like, that every it, time too. It just so. seems dumb. And, yeah. you know, so then I like delved into shortcuts and I was like, okay, well maybe mm-hmm. there's like a, a clever way to do this via shortcuts. And it's like, what drives me nuts about the shortcuts app is, is like, it is so like 90% of what I wish it was, yeah. you know, because like I've been um, uh, trying to come up with like different ways to sort of like trigger when my phone goes into like the sleep mode. Right. Because like mm-hmm. my schedule is all fucking weird. And like sometimes I stay up late, sometimes I don't and like all this other stuff. Yeah. It's just kind of annoying to uh, just say, like at 11 o'clock, I have all notifications turn off and stuff like that, yeah. you know? Um, so I was like, okay, well, you know, what do I do every night? I plug my phone into the charger. And, mm-hmm. but the problem is like, so you could set up an automation to set your phone into the sleep focus mode when you plug a charger mm-hmm. in. That's easy. Problem mm-hmm. is you, there's like the, if then logic and shortcuts does not mm-hmm. really allow you to work inside of like a date time thing, because like it should, it should be very simple to be like, you know, if, uh, you know, it's after 9 PM and then you plug into a charger, this happens. You yeah. know, or this happens, right? It seems like a very like logical. But if you just operator. used your phone hard and want to charge it at three p.m., you right. maybe then, don't want all that stuff to come on, right? 
And so the solution that I came up to that was you, so I have an automation that runs at 9 p.m. that writes mm -hmm. a uh, variable to a text file on my iCloud. <laughs> and then then the the automation for when you put plug the charger in can do an yeah. if-then statement of loading that file and seeing whether or not I've set sleepy time to one or zero, yeah. at which point it'll turn into like... Um, and you know, like, like stuff like that, I feel like is all over the place with yeah. kind of like, you know, the, 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 the weird little things that Apple does and that it's like these things that seem like they would be like very obvious common use mm -hmm. cases, much yeah. like switching widgets automatically throughout the day is yeah. just like, yeah, uh, weirdly more difficult than it should be. Yeah. But then at the same time, like if you wanted to use shortcuts to like come up with like a wildly complicated workflow of like resizing images and applying a watermark and right. then uploading yeah, yeah, it yeah. to like you know like uh yeah. you know, iCloud and then sharing the iCloud like automatically like it does that stuff all day long so it's like yeah it's right. really bizarre how these things that you wouldn't think would be like something that like that many people would use are so like rich and then yeah. things that you would think everyone would want to use like either yeah are really weird or don't exist at all so I I've I, I wondered before if like Apple engineers or the people that design stuff at Apple have um, like a lot of them are just like out of touch with just commonality or, you know, like everyday sort of situations where they're like, well, of course I want to crop and resize a high res photo and send it off to the cloud. And, you know, like, yeah, of yeah, course yeah. you want to do those sorts of things. That's <laughs> what they deal with all day or whatever. But the just like something normal, more normal, I would say, it does, isn't on the radar because it's not a need for them personally. And yeah. uh, I almost need like, like Apple needs like a blue collar, like division to just come up with things that's like, uh, tell you know, send me an alert when my beer's cold or whatever. And uh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's just, it's just, I'm, I'm sure it'll get better. It's just really, the emissions just seem really strange on, on this kind of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. So the, I, Apple's the, pretty good at doing that too, where you're like, obviously this the, this is a very obvious feature that should have been in there, and then when they do finally add it or whatever, but they do usually end up getting around to adding it. So yeah, yeah. But um, um, the other um, so I, I to kind of roll back something I said last week. Yes. You remember last week I was like, Apple always adds fucking shit to the camera in the keynote, and everyone's like, it looks so uses, cool in the yeah. demo that nobody uses it. I think this yeah. new motion mode is going to be a game changer for people. Oh yeah. Like um it have you have you filled with it yet with your phone? I haven't. No. It works so good that it's kind of unbelievable. Hmm. Um because like I, I was run I was just like testing it out last weekend, like running around taking video of the dog and yeah. you know, like actively like trying to move as much as I could and as like exaggerated as yeah. I could while still like keeping the dog in, in frame of the camera. Yeah. I, I like genuinely couldn't believe how smooth the video was, you know? Uh -huh. um, yeah. It's, I think it works on a similar principle to like those online smoothing services or whatever, when you get mm -hmm. a shaky video. Um, but it just takes in way more image than you actually are seeing on the screen. And then anything that's movement, it can then focus in on one object on the screen and focus it there. That makes so sense. So it's like, yeah, like it's neat how it works or whatever. But um, I think of like we were big Osmo mobile gimbal users or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, you probably flip out phone gimbals. To... And uh, but I always thought those were like so amazing, too. But they're like mm -hmm. the three axis engine motorized, you know, stabilizer type thing 
Um, but like, you know, we don't need that professional level of stuff too, though. Like if we were just filming right. something and didn't want it to be shaky as we're like filming a demo of a phone game or something, um, like this sort of thing would have totally sufficed. So, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, so I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's really, really cool. It works really, really well. Yeah. Um, I was surprised I had to enable it. Like, it seems to me that should just be on by default, you know? And I think that most people would just be like, holy cow, this is really cool how this works. Um, yeah, that is like kind of weird. When they added live photo, it just was on by default, right? Like, it's. Well, I think, um, I think I just changed these settings actually because I saw something online about how, like, by default, your video is 1080p and instead of like 4K or whatever. So if you mm -hmm. want to go into 4K and film, you have to go in and actually change it. And then same thing about like the action mode is off during low light, which oh. um, seems strange too. Like you would want that if it was like sun sunset time and you were filming something. Maybe it's would... on by default then. That's why it was off. I don't know. But um, yeah, another thing that seems strange to me about um, iOS 16 in general, and I guess this is also true of the new iPhone, is like, I it's it's just, you remember how they used to do these kind of like, um, like first time, power on after upgrade or whatever like kind of like mm -hmm. slideshow mm -hmm. things where it's like oh hey here's here's a new cool mm -hmm. stuff like you're, you know mm -hmm. do you want to turn this on do you want to <clears throat> do you want to do this other thing and like um the initial setup of this phone was was very much like every other iphone where it's like okay uh let's train face id okay have fun right right right, right. you know when it it seems like they've added a lot of cool stuff over the years and like they should I feel like it would be a, a way better kind of like out of box experience if it was like, hey, you know, do you have 10 minutes to set up your iPhone right now? Let's run you through like a bunch of the settings and like cool stuff that this thing does. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, hey, check it out. Like we added a haptic keyboard here. We turn it on for you. Give it a go typing. Do you like this? Okay, we'll leave it on. Do you not like it? Okay, cool. We'll turn it off. Right. You know, yeah. like like stuff like that, that um, <clears throat> I don't know, because it's just like real odd to me how um I feel like I run into this all the time where there will be something that I use all the time on the iPhone that mm -hmm. like other people have the brand new phone. It's like a complete, I, I can't believe their phone like did this thing that, and it was hard to think of, I guess, like specific examples of that, but it's, it's like, like 3d touch was a big one where it was like, Oh yeah. wow. Like that did you do like other stuff with 3d touch. Yeah, like right. I didn't even yeah. realize or. Yeah. I think um, there's a lot of that. Yeah. But yeah, I think, um, the cinematic mode, I'm pretty sure, isn't just on all video because it records at different resolutions. I I think because it takes in a bigger image, mm. um, it's probably a lot bigger file size than a regular recorded video. Because I, be I, I think it would be overkill to like have like a, a setup wizard that goes through like all the settings. But I definitely think like it's like okay, cool. Like let's uh, run through like the camera stuff. Like you know, do you want yeah. do you want to do high res videos or low res videos and other you yeah. know stuff like because. Again, I think it's just this is just like something that people don't consider like, oh, I should go turn on 4K video. Instead, I it's gonna be would a situation. Never have known. Yeah, right. I would have just never used 4K video and not realized it. Yeah. Instead, it's gonna people are gonna be in a situation where it's like, oh man, I record this really cool video. Oh shit, it was only 1080p. Like that sucks. Yeah. You know. But um, that's that's kind of the bummer thing about the cinematic mode being a separate mode, is that um if you're filming something and all of a sudden things go crazy and you're running after something without realizing you were gonna be doing that you would want that stabilization for that spontaneous moment and you wouldn't mm -hmm. have it because you it's a different mode altogether. You have to specifically be like, 
all right, I'm going to be filming some bumpy stuff. Let's go to cinematic mode or whatever. Right. So it'd be kind of cool if it like knew like, oh, I see your phone is jerking around like crazy. Let's switch over to that mode. But I, I don't know if it'd be able to do that. Yeah. So I think it I, uses uh, a different lens too. So yeah, I don't really, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting. But I will say <laughs> this is not <clears throat> going to be news to you because you had last year's iPhone. But this is my first experience, and I don't get iPads either. So this is really my very first experience with 120 hertz screen. Oh, and, uh, dude! Well, wow, welcome. I, welcome. that's something that didn't even occur to me until I started using my phone. Where I was like, "Oh yeah, this thing does 120," and uh, you notice it almost immediately, just like unlocking your phone and having the app icons like zoom in or whatever, mm -hmm. set to different experience or swiping through the home screens. Yeah. I mean, I've been um, using a like high refresh rate monitor, like for, for ages, you know, on, yeah. on my PC and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that tripped me out. That's such a nice, that every phone needs this now that I have it. You know what I mean? Like if I went back to my old phone, which I gave my old phone to Pam, so I can definitely like use it, but it's, it, it'll stick out like crazy that mm -hmm. it's like, it'll feel slow and janky and whatever. So um, I need to seek out a few games that use that. I'm not sure how many do, but um, to see what that whole situation's like. Yeah. So it's um, <clears throat> I found that it's very random, like what what does and doesn't support it. Um, uh -huh. And it's like if if you if you've made like native games using like native uh, stuff, like it just includes it automatically. It seems mm -hmm. like, but mm -hmm. some 3D stuff like doesn't. It's it's real. It's real scattershot as to what mm. um and in some games it's an option to turn on and that mm -hmm. reminds me i, I yeah. meant to i have to update right now but I, I meant to check if um league of legends wild rift allowed you to turn on the mm. 120 frames per second mode because mm -hmm. um the previous iphone it was disabled as mm. it wasn't supported on and i don't well it could also be like um you're you're telling it to use more battery by doing that too so it could be a battery type situation but still i, would I feel like, like yeah i should be able to say like hey i i'm at home i don't option. give a shit yeah. if it uses a ton right. of battery because i can just charge yeah. my phone it's not a big deal yeah totally um, so i don't know but anyway overall very happy also um i got the max so i upgraded from a normal size phone to a big phone and um not that big of an adjustment i had one big phone before and i loved it um so getting one again makes me realize like man what why haven't i been getting the big one this whole time yeah freaking miss this so but uh, um are you are you rocking a case or are you raw dogging i'm raw dogging i'm gonna return the ink the ink colored case i got oh wow um not feeling a case i'm just not feeling it so wow. we'll be careful brave probably this will be the one i break someday very very brave we'll do a whole show about that i've watched a few uh, of the um um uh like video like teardown videos and this one comes like it's it's kind of surprising it's like apple actually like thought about like hey people break screens and backs and stuff like that like let's yeah. make it actually easy let's to glue everything like, down <laughs> yeah because like yeah. God, i i saw um <clears throat> uh some videos when the um i don't remember which which of the phones it was first to include like the glued on back glass but it was like third-party uh repair people complaining about how they have to buy this like expensive fucking laser thing that they position the phone in and the laser actually shoots through the glass like vaporize the glue yeah. and it's just like why this is this is going to be a common thing people need yeah. to replace like why right. do i need yeah. this like extremely fancy machine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> instead of just like popping the fucking back off and yeah 
mopping no, it back in. I, I'm happy they're finally moving to that. And they've been dinged. Apple's been one of the least repairable device makers for years. Mm-hmm. So um, it's cool to see them starting to uh, improve in that area, at least. Um, yes, one um, other thing we didn't talk about with the iPhone, the other big feature that everyone's been talking about that um, I've, I've mixed feelings on is the dynamic island. How do you, have you has oh, that changed your life? Cool. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. doesn't, not, not a, I wouldn't say it's a life changer, but it's neat how no, it's I, used. Like, I think, um, well, they hyped it up a lot. And then I think after seeing how clever and an idea it was, um, I was, that was like a big, also other things too, but that was a big thing where I was like, yeah, I do want to get an iPhone because I want to be in on this new fangled thing. But after getting it now, it's like, it's great, but it also just feels like something that should just be part of the phone anyway. And so it's not like something I'm using all that often, right? But when it when you do use it, it's like you're so glad it's there. It's like a little mini multitasking thing that stays out of your way, which is freaking awesome. But I mean, I just I just think it's cool how um like when you're listening to music or something like that, like you get the little like um visualizer. I always mm-hmm. I've always thought stuff like that's neat. Like it was like the winning yeah. visualizers and all that stuff. So yeah, I like it. Unlocking your phone or doing whatever. Um, I forget. I, uh, it was um. Cable Sasser on on Twitter shared a video of when you swipe something and it goes into the dynamic island, the animation. Did you see that at all? I don't um, know if I've noticed that. So if you say you have the music app open mm-hmm. and then you swipe from the bottom to get rid of it and it will go into the dynamic island to become a little widget, um, that motion of it like fading and moving into the dynamic island is actually dynamic motion. Um, so you can like, if you swipe off to the side, it'll like curve and come up and hit land in the island. If you swipe straight up, it'll go straight up. Um, wow. It's really kind of like crazy to look oh, at. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And then one of them that he it did goes so actually, fast that you wouldn't even really notice it. No. Yeah. He has to, he like slowed down the video, but the, the crazy thing is that um, he actually swiped one so curved that it really like swooped around, landed in the island and the island actually I don't know, billowed or it bulged huh. so much that it bumped the clock. It bumped the time. And the time appropriately also bounced when it got That's hit. That's cool. It's like the craziest, funnest animation stuff going on with this. But that, see, um, like, like this is kind of exactly what I was talking about, though, where it's like no good way to like swap widgets around but like the dynamic but island the physics yeah, is right? so <laughs> extensive that it'll even bump the clock when you like aggressively slide something away like i i just i don't get it no i i i'm with you um it's crazy but uh i hate the number one thing i think i've said this before the number one thing i want apple to add to ios someday is intelligent um itunes id management because i have the touch arcade account that we buy a bunch of every game on or whatever um, and then I have my own account, which is tied to Apple Music and iCloud and all that other Dude, stuff. Dude, that's that's such a um, specific use case, though. Like, I'm sure most people just have a, you know. Maybe. A... I've heard a lot of places that are like, yeah, we have a, a separate iTunes ID for the company or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think I'm like alone in, in swapping between IDs. And I think the reason they don't make it easy is because they think then everyone's going to share their login info with their friends and they're all going to share apps and maybe... I mean, part I of that's true, but like, um, I was always kind of surprised you could do that at all. Is, you know, what's that? I was always kind of surprised you could do that at all. Yeah, that's kind of true too. But, um, 
every time I sign into the work ID to download an app, um, it uh, ruins my music app for me. Mm. And so then I have to log back in as myself to open music, to have Apple music work again. And then it forgets where I was at in a playlist and all this stuff. It's just, and it takes forever to sync back. It takes like sometimes up to 10 minutes or more. Oh, do you have so to like, I'm like download all your stuff or, or what? Like, yeah, it and not even, I don't even have music. I don't have music uh, installed on my phone even. It's all just straight from Apple Music, but it syncs with my iTunes on my computer and stuff. So oh, wow. that syncing process is what can sometimes take like 10 minutes. So if I'm like listening to something and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to download something for work. I'm going to sign in to that account on iTunes or on the App Store, download something on the App Store, and then immediately swap back to my personal account. The, I, the music app is screwed after that. It has to go through the whole resyncing you know uh song and dance so i think this is the universe telling you to get spotify well i uh no way but um i uh a really simple solution to that would be to have um so when you sign into your itunes account on the app store that's the same sign in if you open like the apple store app like for shopping Mm -hmm. or music or a couple other things right so like that's the master login for several different apps um, just make it separate in the music app, have a settings where it's like, what Apple ID do you want to log into music with? I don't see why that should be different. And same with the app store too, the Apple store. Um, wow. I still think this is such a, <clears throat> a niche problem. Cause I've, though. I've, well, that's okay. But if you wanted to buy stuff through the Apple store for work and they have like a master account for that, cause I've done that too, where I've, we used to buy phones under the iTunes account or the Apple store account for work. Um, and that has, has burned me a few times too, because it's a separate login. So I guess holler if you have this problem too, Eli seems to not think it's a problem, but I mean, it might be, I just, I don't, I bet other people have this hard to, hard to imagine that it's, I I think that Apple just wants everyone to have their own Apple ID, you know, and like, right. You're, you're using it how, not how they want you to. Which is maybe, I mean, do we, should we get an enterprise account for touch arcade or whatever for the, the mm-hmm. one employee? <laughs> maybe <laughs> It's just kind of frustrating that, uh, I don't know. Obviously, All I'm really asking for is you still cannot music separately <clears throat> on the iPhone 14 pro max. You still cannot set league of legends, wild rift to 120 frames per second. Is the option there, but it's grayed out. It's like a ghostbusters. No sign. But the option is there? Option is there. Exists. So like, could you do it on an iPad? Uh, Yeah, I I do it on my iPad, which is crazy because like my iPhone is like, I have a older iPad Pro now. I had the first, whatever the first generation was that um, uh, had the ProMotion screen, you know? So Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, phone mm -hmm. is way faster and way more capable, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. I we'll just uh, have to uh, complain on the League of Legends subreddit. Yeah. Since that's apparently so. the only way to get anything yeah. done is complaining on Reddit. I feel like my internet is taking a dive. I don't know. if it's... No, It seems fine. Okay. Things on my phone aren't working. I'll, I'll say that much. Um, man, I wish this was it, dumb. It's because it knows you're talking poorly about uh, Apple ID <laughs> account management. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um. But yeah, the the dynamic island I think is a really cool thing. I think it's definitely going to become part of the iPhone line, all the phones. Oh yeah, forward it'll be their yeah, future the, thing. The only adjustment for me has been the um, 
uh, swipe down to bring down the notification center does not work on the dynamic island. You have to do it over the time, which has yeah. been a big adjustment for me as far like because mm. it, it'll work, but I think you have to like do it from like all the way on the like above the dynamic island, maybe. Oh I yeah, above the dynamic island seems. But to that's work. like an extremely small touch point. So like I found myself being yeah. like, what the fuck? Like why isn't this? Yeah. Why is doing anything? Yeah, I've had trouble bringing down the control center that you have to do up over the battery. Mm -hmm. And um, right now it doesn't seem to be a problem, but I think one-handed is more of the issue. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to talk about on the iPhone situation. I mean, Where's that's watch. kind of about it, right? Like, I yeah. don't uh, I don't really know. It's uh, kind of more of the same. Oh, update. The UPS truck with my watch is still in the neighborhood across the street. Nice. So, um, I did one thing that I always think is funny, like, like you know, so the initial device setup um, mm -hmm. doesn't walk you through any new camera stuff, doesn't walk you through any new keyboard mm -hmm. stuff, doesn't like, you know, show you any of the new features, but like, goddamn, if they won't bully you forever to add all your credit cards oh, no to kidding. the wallet, yeah. you know, and if you don't yeah. do it, it's going to mm -hmm. pop up a notification and then you'll leave a, a little like red dot on your settings. And, like I've got that problem right now. Yeah. I, I just like, and um, what I found is that I don't know how to delete like cards that I no longer have or use or anything else like that. Cause it seems like every single credit card since they added Apple pay, like exists somewhere in some like lingering ghost form <laughs> and it like will just randomly bug me and be like, hey, don't remember all these credit cards that you have? Like, why don't why haven't you added them too? Like, it still wants me to add like the fucking like touch arcade card that I haven't had for like <laughs> years. years. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Uh, I don't know how to, <clears throat> I don't know how to like purge old mm. cards. If there's if there's a way I would love to I'm there has to be a way because using getting different cards is a very normal thing. Um. It would be kind of insane to not allow that. Um, <clears throat> speaking of setup, though, uh, here's another comment on the new iPhone. So um, in the past, I've done this, and everyone seems to recommend doing this. When you when you set up your new phone from your old phone and it asks you if you want to do from iCloud backup or a direct mm -hmm. transfer, do the direct transfer because it keeps all of your login stuff intact and all of your two-factor apps really? stuff I just intact. Did, I did the iCloud and, stuff. Um, because did you um, have to re sign into stuff or anything? Have you noticed or like uh, I had to do like put my passwords in for like my mail accounts and stuff. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Really so you care. don't have to do any of that stuff if you direct transfer. The The most painful one for me, it had gotten easier, but the most painful one for me was always the two factor app because it was like you'd have to go find the QR code or you have to remember which things you had in your two factor app or mm -hmm. whatever. Like that always seemed like a pain to me. And I always kind of dreaded it. And there was some situations where we had to like ping Arn and be like, hey, can you let us into yeah, WordPress yeah. or whatever to get the two-factor QR code or whatever? <laughs> it was just like way more pain in the ass. Um, and so when you do the direct transfer, everything just transfers. You don't really, you just log in. I think your iCloud is the only password it ever asked for. Um, and then everything just works on your new phone and it's great. But um, I definitely had a problem where when I would, um, oh, and the, I think the the detractor is when it's like, hey, do you want to back up from iCloud? It'll take 15 minutes. Or do you want to do a direct transfer from your old phone? It'll take an hour. 
And you're oh, like, see, mine oh, was like, mine was like five hours if I did a direct oh, really? transfer or like ready in 15 minutes on iCloud. And I was like, why would I do direct transfer? That's, That's not even crazy. a choice you would want to make. Yeah. My, well, I, I keep very little stuff on my phone, but um, the uh, direct transfer says an hour. It actually took like 20 something minutes or whatever. Mm. So it's like, I don't even think, I think it's just a really exaggerated estimation. Probably. But, but anyway, um, I was, like, I was like, God damn, I got stuff I want to do this evening. Like, I'm not going to sit around at home, like waiting for my phone to yeah. be like usable like that. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but anyway, I. Um, the first time I chose to do that, it hung on something like preparing to do the backup or preparing mm. to transfer. Um, and it hung and I waited 20 minutes, 30 minutes, make sure it's definitely stuck. Right. So, yeah, it's stuck. So I had to power the new phone off, which immediately stops whatever connection it had with the old phone yeah and then power the new phone back on start over um i went through that like three different times and it hung in the very beginning every time and every time i gave it like ample time to see that well, it wasn't just that it was hanging the, this is why you just uh do icloud transfer yeah but i'd still be entering passwords <clears throat> for some dumb shit today i'd go to use something i needed I use, urgently and it was one password a... i found yeah, it to be real easy like personally use one password password anyway out. anyway um yeah so I, I that was the point though after the third hang i was like okay this isn't working i'm gonna just do the icloud transfer whatever and i go to initiate that and there's actually like a a roundabout way to get to the device transfer right so it'll ask you like right. do you want to do it auto or do you want to do it manual or whatever <clears throat> I think if you choose manual or something like that, it brings you back. But there's eventually another another point where you get given that option. Do you want to do the direct device transfer or not? And when I went that second roundabout way, device device worked. And it took, like I said, it was like 26 minutes or something like that. Weird. Um, it was just annoying at the time, though, because like my phone didn't come to like 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Get, dealing with all the hangs was like at least an hour or two of messing around, wasting time. And then when it finally transferred and everything was ready to go, I was like, well, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I still advocate for the device to device transfer. I think it's way worth it Weird. to uh, have everything just work when you when you start using your new phone. Uh, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I didn't find putting passwords in was that big of a deal, but I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Me and you are just on two different wavelengths. Yeah, everything's that? just in one password. Like the only thing... Like I basically download the phone, choose iCloud thing, uh, iCloud mm -hmm. restore, uh, mm -hmm. tap the one password icon on my home screen so it downloads first, mm -hmm. and then just log into that, and then everything else mm -hmm. is just easy peasy. I mean, like, well, mm -hmm. I don't know. Hey, maybe you got time to burn entering passwords. Yeah, Not all of us I, do, bro. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, it's it's worth noting that um, the did you update your phone to the the new update that hit today that fixed the fucking copy and paste thing? No, what was no, wrong? That's how well. So have you noticed when you uh copy and paste between apps, you get like the permission thing? The mm, permission I saw pop something up? about that. I hadn't it hadn't happened to me. So that um this update fixes that, so you only need to do it like once per app. So mm. instead of every single time. Oh, there it is. 16.0.2. Yep. You know, I'll get around to that someday. Um no, I hadn't seen that. Things were uh, up. I was uh, I was I was surprised that that was a thing that Apple let slide through on like the 
major update because like that's like such a huge usability thing and like you know if nothing else like apple is usually really good about that sort of stuff so yeah yeah I don't know. um anywho uh before we wrap things up i did i wanted to talk about a mobile gaming thing is that okay to talk about mobile gaming on i mean i guess i was hoping that you were gonna shed some light on your weekend plans to go scuba diving and mountain climbing <laughs> and well, I, got, I can't do any uh, of that stuff until I get my watch. Getting so. lost in the woods and mm -hmm. using the waypoints of your watch to get you back yeah. to uh, base camp at the top yeah. of the mountain that you're climbing. I feel like a funny prank is going to be to play <clears throat> the emergency siren in people's ears, like sneak up behind them oh, while they're man. eating at a, on a patio at a restaurant or something and uh, burst their eardrum and then go running, running away. But yeah, like maybe. as a prank, like a funny prank. Maybe. So, so the question um, is, do you think that the next Apple Watch is going to have that side button or is that going to always be exclusive yeah. to the Ultra? Especially so all the reviews for the Watch Ultra came out and everyone's like, and everyone's like side oh, button yeah, to every fucking the button's button. great. Yeah. Or every every watch. But um, that said, like you just said, though, keeping it exclusive to the most expensive thing, like wouldn't be seems, beyond iPhone. But like I, I feel like that's though. such a usability thing. Yeah, that you know, it's not a third camera that's kind of like superfluous, but right, a, an, an extra button that would make it easier for people to use your product, I think, is something Apple would would cave in on. Um, I also think that they, because the watch from the regular Apple Watch last year's and this year's are so similar, like there's no casing change or anything, right? So um, same processor too. I saw people beefing yeah, about. I think. Um, I think we're in for a regular Apple Watch refresh that will probably be that very long rumored like flat screen, flat edge phone cool. or, or watch or whatever. So I, th I think that all that stuff will come when they redesign or revamp the design of the um, of the regular Apple Watches. But uh, for now, for the next year or two, it'll be like exclusive to the Ultra because it's the expensive, fancy, fancy watch right now. Yeah, um, it's fine. But uh, man, they are uh, house um, update as they are refinishing my floors today, and it's very exciting. But I keep needing to um, mute my ring cameras because they're going, going crazy. Oh, um, well, be careful because there might just be random if a, vagrants. <laughs> just if a prowler wanted to <clears throat> rob my empty house, they could. Um, but anyway, so mobile gaming news topic for the week uh the only thing i really cared about talking about is that uh steam or um shovel knight dig just came out on apple arcade did you download this yet are oh, you an no, apple arcade yet. subscriber you must be right do you have apple one yeah, i mean i, I you got all for, the things i pay yeah. for uh, many subscriptions that i don't use so i wouldn't <laughs> apple arcade you there's those. an app for that actually that's but <clears> you <throat> log into everything and it tells you like hey you haven't used your uh, CBS Interactive uh, uh, login for six months. Maybe you should cancel that. A guy I know here was telling me about, I wish I could remember the name of the service now. I'll, I'll think of it as soon as we get off this. But like, apparently there's like people, there's these like agencies now that will like look at all your shit and uh, cancel the things that you don't use and then negotiate the price downs of things that you do use. Hmm. And like, so say for instance, like if you if they call Comcast and like get your cable bill down from like $300 to $200, they, um, the way they make their money is they go habsies on the, those savings for the first year. Wow. No way. So I was like, damn, that's what an interesting idea. Really hmm. good business idea because like, you know, they save you, you a lot of they money. They make more if they 
or get yeah, more money back right. for you. Like they're so. highly motivated to save you money on yeah. stuff. And then after that year, it falls off and all the savings are yours. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll remember that. Um, here's a, uh, here's, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up another grievance with my Apple <clears throat> ID login situation oh, is um, I can't play. I can't even play an Apple arcade game that I have downloaded unless I'm logged in under my personal account. Oh, so really? if I log in, if I'm logged into the TA account on the App Store, I can't play any Apple Arcade games, which I feel like sucks. Well, you uh, know, so what's <clears throat> Apple Arcade does a lot of stuff with subscription that I don't think anyone else is able to do because like so typically like so typically um, when I do subscription stuff with my phone, you know, because there's so many apps that are subscription based now, um, yeah. you know, like I'll start the trial and then just immediately cancel it because yeah. like. Uh, you know, the amount of stuff that I've forgotten about that uh, I'll see like, oh, fuck, like I just got dinged for like a $30 annual thing for this uh -huh. stupid camera app that I, I used that. once, I you know, all that. Yeah. So now I just like when I get a subscription thing, I start the trial immediately go into my thing and cancel it and then figure if I hit the end of the trial and uh, I still care about this thing. Still care, yeah. Then yeah. sure. I'll totally subscribe and or keep using it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um. So I did that with the, uh, the first time that Apple Arcade came out. Um, mm -hmm. I think you got like some really generous, like free time, like ninety days free free months, or like something like that, yeah. right? So oh, I no, every I think every phone came with a free year. It was like Apple TV, or no, that maybe was just I think that's just Apple TV. But yeah. either way, like I tried to do that Apple Arcade, so I canceled my my trial and then immediately lost access to everything. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, which I was like, oh wow, that's unexpected. That's kind of shitty. So whatever. Yeah, I um. It's frustrating to not even be able to play a game that's downloaded. That obviously the only way I could download it was that I have Apple Arcade, but just because I happen to be signed into a different App Store account, um, I can't even play the thing. But anyway, um, yeah, this uh, Shovel Knight Dig is so good. It's like a it's like a real Shovel Knight game, which um, I guess that shouldn't be surprising. But like, so they partnered with Nitro to make this, right? And so oh, Nitro cool. makes. Um, a million great mobile games and then yeah, they've yeah, moved yeah. on they're in pc and, and console stuff too now but um this is actually a nitrome game and it really feels like it it really has like a leap day sort of vibe to it but it's like a full-blown shovel knight game and um it actually it's kind of like a descending leap day i feel like isn't too much of a a stretch um but just like presentation wise and stuff like it's so crazy how full-blown a shovel knight game this is and the original totally. shovel knight is like one of my favorite all-time games so yeah shovel knight um, was fantastic i um played the base game and then realized like oh my god there's so much dlc for this and then never went back yeah to it. well yeah i i did something <laughs> similar because um i the first time i beat shovel knight was on the 3ds and uh i was like loved every second of it i was like oh it's my favorite game ever and then so when the switch and stuff came out it was like no brainer. I bought Shovel Knight on it and then I bought it on PC. And I think I have it on like Xbox or something too. But I just bought Shovel Knight everywhere because I knew I loved it so much. But then it was after that point that all these DLCs started coming out. And so when I actually um, just recently started another playthrough of it on the Steam Deck, it has everything added in already. And it's just like, whoa, like this hmm. is like seven full blown games now compared to what yeah, I played yeah. on 3DS like six years ago or five years ago yeah, so. i feel like shovel knight's one of those games i own on like six different platforms and have only ever played the yeah. base game even though you know. you know a dumb thing i did is that um 
I bought it on GOG because um, that was the version that they bought in the video tutorial on how to put it on your RG351. And mm -hmm. so I had it running on the RG351. You use the game files and you could use the Steam version too. But at that time, I didn't have a Steam Deck and I, I was like, I'll just buy the GOG version because I want to just get this done. And this is the guy uses it. The, the process is a little different if you do use the steam files. Um, and so then recently after getting the steam deck, I, I rebought it on steam too. So I own two different PC versions of shovel Knight, which um, seems super unnecessary. So speaking of which you realize things. Um, shovel Knight dig is a $25 game on steam, right? Yeah. Yeah. Steam and switch is 25 bucks. Seems um, interesting. Well, that's crazy. That's five months of Apple Arcade or six if you're if you're buying by the year. Um, yeah. So it's kind of nuts to think about that. That's an Apple Arcade game. Yeah, must have struck some sort of crazy deal. But I will say, um, so I'm liking it so far. It's really, um, you know, as you can imagine, it's a, it's a game about digging down, and um, it's. Uh, I'm gonna say I haven't got to any point that I felt like this personally but i've seen a few people mention it um i'm going to say it's a game that you're going to want to play with a controller mm -hmm. um and so whether that's an ios controller or you decide to if you have apple arcade already you can just kind of trial it on here and then maybe buy it on steam or switch where you're going to have controller what's surprising always. to me about um steam reviews is like a lot of times when you would have a game like this like launch on mobile like the steam reviews kind of get like sandbag where people are like oh garbage mobile game do not buy yeah but yeah. like it seems like absolutely no one's mentioning that you know i think the reason why is that people, like sure just don't people... like the game are the negative reviews like really i just you know progression feels not meaningful yeah i you think know. um it's it's a really hard game too um but i think a lot of people um don't aren't even aware it's a mobile game because it was announced it was announced like three or four years ago and um or no 2020 is when it was announced and uh as coming to switch i think was mm. the only actual um confirmed platform wow. for it and so i think the fact that it was an apple arcade game didn't come out until very recently so it might have gone over a lot of people's heads but also in the 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 mind frame of the capital G gamer, it's like always been a console game anyway. So I think maybe that's how they're avoiding that sort of thing. But I, I will I mean, say it's... that it's uh it it plays okay with touch controls, but I think I'm gonna want to play this with a controller for sure. Um, but it's, it's freaking great. So on Steam, it's on the top of new and trending, and uh, let's mm. see one two three four five six seven eight nine uh, tenth on top sellers but really eighth if you remove the valve index headset and the steam deck yeah right years. right i will i'll say that i will probably buy it again on pc to play it on steam deck well you know in the tradition of shovel knight games buy it everywhere buy every version play buy, just one of them buy early buy often with, with mm -hmm. shovel knight games that's my recommendation buy it everywhere but yeah i'm still and then to play this end up owning uh it three more times on the same platforms because of different bundles and <laughs> why not yeah. uh, and know, then gift it to everyone you know yeah like charity things that you bought and yeah uh other things like that i guess i can also mention because it's right in front of me that um i can confirm the new pro max fits in the backbone oh it's cool. a little bit of a tight fit but it does i don't know if you can see 
the uh, lenses touch the actual oh, back bone. That is a tight squeeze, huh? The backbone. So that would be a complete bone. no go with the case, then, right? Like, no go at all with a case. Yeah, I don't even think like the thinnest of thin case would work. Yeah. Um, another reason I don't use a case. You play anything cool but, uh, on your um on your Steam Deck lately? Speaking of uh, Steam no, stuff. I haven't. But I've been trucking. It's kind of sad that I'm still playing Tomb Raider, but I am still playing Tomb Raider. This like probably maximum twenty hour game that's taken me since March to finish. But um, I uh, it's so funny. Like I I don't know how many games do this, but I got to a point where I had put in about twelve hours. And um, I got to this point where it was like, oh, this is the end. Like I'm for this is oh, yeah. I'm going through this crazy situation right now. And I just saw the main bad guy. He was in a big cut scene and I'm I'm heading for him now. And this is going to be the big showdown. I'm like, cool. I'm like right near the end of the game. And I even like told Pam, like she wanted to do something. And I was like, no, I'm right near the end of this game. I'm going to finish it. And um, I did. I finished this that next area. But little I know it was like the the mid game climax that leads into the second half of the game. Oh, yeah. And so it opened up all these new areas and all this new stuff to do where I was like, sure, I was right at the end. And now I'm actually not. And I think my completion percentage, it shows on the title screen is like 61% or something like that. So it's like, I got a lot more to go. And I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, I love this game, but also like be shorter. <laughs> yeah. But so I do love, I, I've been playing that a lot. <clears throat> I've been seeing a lot of people uh, say really good things about Slime Rancher 2. Mm -hmm. um, I saw that in the top top list or whatever. Looks neat, but man, I just don't like buying early access games. Like I'd rather rather play this one when it's like fully baked. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm having a really hard time buying anything because I want to. And there's all these sales and a lot of them are like 90% off sales. But I know I'm not going to get around to playing it. And yeah. so I'm like really forcing myself to be like, you know what? This game's on sale now. It'll be on sale again, at least in the next year, right? And if I have to wait a year to play this, it's not like I don't have anything to play in the meantime. So I'm just going to not buy sale games as much as possible. It's very hard though. Yeah, I've been using those um, <clears throat> different like deal checker sites to see like, oh, is does this go on sale often? And if so, is this yeah. like the cheapest it ever really goes on sale? Because like, yeah. If, yeah. if something I want is like, oh, this is the cheapest it's ever been, like, okay, cool, like, let's go. But like, right, you know, so like some of these games, it's like every other day they're on sale for half off. And it's just like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't care. I bought a lot of those games <clears throat> anyway. Uh, like Mirror's Edge for, for five week. bucks, for instance. What's like that? That'll, Mirror's Edge for five bucks. I can almost oh, buy yeah, yeah. five bucks again. I bought that on sale before, so five bucks before and. Yeah, what uh, actually? I think I I did. I said I'm not buying any more games, but I did just buy something because it was on sale. I just bought um the $99.99 version of Modern Warfare Two. Oh wow! You uh, play the beta this weekend? Oh, I know what I bought. <clears throat> I bought Vampire Survivors. <laughs> oh, that's two bucks. How do you like it? It's three bucks. I haven't played it yet, but oh um, man, that game is really. So I, I don't know if this is inside info that I shouldn't be sharing or not. Um, maybe I'll be be getting sued by the vampire survivors people. Um, but the version one is like on the cusp of coming out, and they're going to raise the price to um four ninety nine. I think. Oh my um, god! And that's an extra two dollars. That's two whole extra dollars. So I was like, well, I'm going to buy it before it raised the price. I get those savings. Um, so yeah, here's your bonus tip for the week. <clears throat> if you don't own that yet and you want to get it for three bucks, now's your chance because the price is going to go up. 
Yeah, I really, I really like that game. I mean, it's it's a mobile game through and through. Everyone says that's fine. Yeah. Like, uh, it just, you know, I, you know, I'm such a sucker for those stupid upgrade loop games. That oh, it's like it's the worst. The ultimate. I mean, that, like so. it, like truly, truly is the ultimate kind of like upgrade loop yeah. kind of game. And yeah. and the games take like a half hour too. So oh, it's like, geez. yeah, <clears throat> and it's like a rewarding half hour too, where it's like you're right. just like it's like a constant drip of like uh incremental power increases you know that like yeah and then you'll hit like the like for me the game's got like one of those curves where it's like the first like 10 minutes kind of like sets you up for the rest of the game but then like at that point you're like i got so much cool shit going on that you're just like trying to see how long you can survive and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's uh it's pretty cool I would yeah say. yeah pretty cool i'll jump in on it i have not had any time to play my steam deck sadly because we've um, life's been a chaotic nightmare the last couple of weeks uh um, lindsay's been she's at like 80 hours in the fallout 4 right now damn <clears throat> way to go lindsay pretty cool i guess i she really wanted to it, go so. back to fallout 4 ever since it came out um but yeah very good game runs great on the steam deck um hmm. you know it says it's, it says it's an unsupported game but that just means like you yeah. need to just like the problem is like the launcher you have to use like the weird little like you have to bring up the yeah. like touchpad mouse thing which yeah uh, it's a matter of yeah. like i don't know holding down the steam button while you fuck with the touchpad you know like, i think that's really launch. i think it's it's probably for the best but i think it's really interesting <clears throat> that like any sort of like minute barrier to playing a game um will have valve like rate a game one way or the other right like yeah, yeah so many yeah. times it'll be like oh this game's just playable i wonder what's wrong with it you look in it's like oh everything runs amazing it's perfect but like when you but enter you your can... name you need to use the virtual keyboard yeah. so it's like oh okay like i can deal with that like I, I almost wish there was a tier in between playable and verified that was like mostly verified or something yeah, like that yeah. where it was like okay like you know these are gonna play well I guess that's what playable is, though. I mean, I should just take it for that. But I mean, I don't know. I kind of like that they're like really sticking to their guns and and like kind of I like too, yeah. putting developers' feet to the fire. Where it's like, hey, if you want to show up in the verified list, like fix your shit, you know. Which you know, some just aren't and don't care. Which is yeah. Fine. I, I guess know. I'm just expecting the playable rating to mean like, oh, there's something real weird, like you know, the cutscenes don't work or something like that. Um, but I don't think they would let anything that major slip through and still call it playable. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So all right, let's we, drive uh, our bus off this. Uh, well, I, I can loop back to the beginning of the podcast. We're talking about brands. If you want, yes. have you, have you, you have seen some good memes? Well, huh? have you seen all the brands dunking on Southwest for the ukulele flight? Because this is another one that I've really enjoyed. Oh my god! Well, so, I don't even know what that situation is. I'm so not like uh, Southwest did this like weird like marketing stunt like thing where they were like trying to make a viral video or something where it was like a Southwest flight to Honolulu. Mm -hmm. um, they teamed up with Guitar Center and they like surprised everyone with everyone got a ukulele and someone like led a ukulele class on the plane mm -hmm. for the whole flight of all these people okay. going to Hawaii. Uh -huh. And <clears throat> I don't know, man, that sounds like my personal hell for like, hey, let's go on this long haul flight that you just <laughs> want to like sleep through. Yeah. But we're going to give everyone a ukulele to fuck around with for the next <laughs> yeah. like 10 hours. 
So, so they didn't do it on a flight to well where I mean I'm it? sure everyone was in on it, but like the way that they presented it was basically yeah. like like one of these things was like, hey, we randomly surprised all these people yeah. with, you know, like <laughs> I've seen a few videos that are like there's some um it's like a Christian singing group or something like that that busts out into song on planes or whatever. Oh, like flash mob style stuff. Sort of. Yeah, like a plain yeah. flash mob of like Christian music. And um I, that just seems like awful, all around awful to me. But that's what noise canceling headphones are made for. So, yes, but I, I guess. Yeah. Um, are you are, are you watching any of the new shows yet? Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, any of that stuff? Heck no. Lame. No. Yeah. Lame. I've never even seen Lord of the Rings. I've never even seen a dragon show. Um, did you read Lord of the it? Rings How- in school? Thrones, Game of Thrones. I knew, did I see what? Did you read Lord of the Rings in school? I read it when I was a kid, not for school, but I read it when I was a kid. Hmm. And I tried to read. I tried to read the Similarium or whatever. Similarium, yeah. That's that's dense. that thing is real rough to read, but it's sick how like detailed it is. But yeah, I respect it, but I couldn't make it through that one. But I did like the trilogy of books when I was a kid. So. Ring of Ring. Never Power watched the movies really though. I think the movies are boring as heck too bad I, I should try again yeah especially with kids now well that might be a bit much for a three-year-old but uh, and those those are some of my favorite movies i even like uh the hobbit movies have also just started to kind of grow on yeah. me in a, a little bit mm. you know and i didn't really like those when mm. they first came out but hmm hmm give it a, I, I gave the first lord of the rings movie like maybe three or four shots and i couldn't get through the first hour and uh but I'll try again. Yeah, I mean, I'm a different man nowadays. It's it's been probably 15 years since I so last tried to watch it. My friends and I call it the 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 Brie challenge with Lord of the Rings. Any rewatch, mm. if you make it through the Hobbits getting debris, which is like I don't mm. know, like a good hour in, because yeah. like yeah, because you know, they do so much like like setting of the scene, right? Because it's like a huge epic adventure, so it's like you have to yeah. appreciate like what's going on in the Shire and like yeah. the dynamics between all the different Hobbits and everything else, and like why this adventure is so uh extraordinary yeah. for hobbits to take and all that stuff which is like yeah. a lot of exposition but yeah. it's like if you yeah. make it to brie then yeah. you're probably good to watch the rest of the trilogy like if you can't make debris <laughs> then just fucking forget about it <laughs> don't even bother yeah that's yeah a lot of people talk about star wars too like a new hope is the boring one right <clears throat> yeah. but um it's got to do a lot of setting up and then empire is like the most action and then jedi is a kids movie so because the lord uh, of the rings movies gets really cool after because that's where you meet like yeah. uh, aragorn and you know, all mm-hmm. the other stuff and yeah i really like them. i'm gonna try it maybe i'll the, the extended editions that's my jam man like and those things those things are like three to four hours long okay yeah. and the hobbit extended yeah. editions the same mm-hmm. so you could spend literally an entire weekend doing nothing but watching lord of the rings if you want i might do that i might do that one day hmm. i'm ready to give it another shot i'll say that much um but I will never watch the Harry Potter movies. I'll tell you that much. Ago. Um, yeah, they. I we rewatched them a while ago. I was kind of over it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's it. I keep trying to end the show. Let's end it for real. All right. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And as always, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash touch arcade. Uh, and do your Amazon shopping. Buy a bunch of expensive stuff from Amazon. But first, go to toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon before you do it. Um, so with all that, said thanks again for listening we'll be back with another episode of the touch arcade show next week see ya